0: The Small Business Show, episode number 88 for Wednesday, October 12th, 2016. Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Small Business Show at BusinessShow.co, the show by, for, and about small business owners, the people that are just out there making things happen every day. Here in Durham, New
1: Hampshire, I believe, I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. We're here talking about the unsung heroes that are often vilified and not often celebrated. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, And so we're we're here to talk about it and celebrate it and uh, solve problems, especially our own problems, (laughs) which is a good place to uh, get good feedback. It is.
0: Yeah. You know, I've, I've spent uh, the last, well, I don't even know where I am here. So, uh, you know, I'm a drummer, Shannon. I've mentioned that before and I occasionally do theater shows. And so the last I, I have, I am, I, I did an entire show last week from Tech week, including dress rehearsal, all the way through to the end of the run. It was a Wednesday through Sunday run. And uh, and then the best way to sort of uh, decompress after doing that is to take my drums and move them to another theater where I start yeah. tech week for another show. <laughs> and, right. But this, But what's been interesting about this for me is I am not in charge of these things but okay. you know they're not yeah. my show i'm i'm a hired gun yeah. is really yeah. what it comes down to and and certainly with the show i did last week very much so a hired gun this one this week it, it there's a little more leeway in terms of people having kind of a way to impact the show but last week's show was like you know it was it was on broadway it was called uh, bloody bloody andrew jackson politically timely uh, right. for them to have put on which was part of the, why they did it of course but um but you know is it was at the University of New Hampshire? I was just hired to be the drummer, but I found it interesting, especially as we were getting there and getting set up on Monday for our first dress rehearsal um the The director and I have worked together a couple of times and 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 have developed a trust in one another uh as happens uh, the music director and I have worked together many, many times, and so there's that we're like an old married couple when we get together, and
1: that's great, nice yeah, yeah. um
0: but uh Somebody came up and was asking questions and I found myself, there was no one else. There was no one around to give them the answers that they needed at the time. And these were things they could have just decided and answered on their own. But people generally uh, in that environment, especially these were college students, most of them, right. They, um, I, I was one of the few non-college students. The band was not college students, but, but the cast was all college students. Cause this was at, at the university and, and these people were asking, like, oh, I wonder what I should do about that. And it was obvious that things just needed to keep moving. So I started, sure. I started giving answers and, and then I stopped. And I, or I Actually, I turned to our guitar player and I said, all right, so here's, here's what's going to happen though. Like these are innocuous little answers that I'm giving that just keep things rolling and aren't, you know, they're, they're not, they might sound like executive decisions, but they really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. But the problem is as soon as I get into this mode I eventually am going to make a decision that someone else is going to act on or I'm going to act on that's going to ruffle someone's feathers because it's not really my place to make any of these
1: decisions. Right. Even though you common sense and uh, yes. you know you look at things. Yes.
0: It, yes. Yeah, but it's just like I don't to be fair, I don't necessarily see the big picture and I certainly don't see the big picture the same way, say, the director does. Right. Yes, I mean, because of course, that's that's his job is to, to do that. And I haven't been working with this play for months and he's this cast for months and there might be like common sense says you do it one way, but he's tried it that way with, yeah. you know, these people and knows, nope, you got to do it this other way. That's the right way to get it done. You know, experience Trump's common sense. Sure. Yeah. 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 And, and so, and they kind of, the guy kind of looked at me, he's like, well, you always seem to have the right answer. I'm like, no, 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 I always have an answer. And, 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 and sure enough I found myself in a scenario where it was like, Oh wait, wait, whoa. I just got to back out here and not like, I can't make that decision. People are like, what do you mean? Like, it's not my decision to make.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But that's an important distinction to, to, to because like you say, you're starting this road and people start to look to you. That's it for the answers. And, and, uh, It's good that you uh, (laughs) realize that. Well, I don't always get it right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. Well, and I think it brings up a good point Um, as as small business owners, when you have employees, especially in that transition point, maybe where you're recently starting and you've got your first employee or employees and, you know, maybe you're in a small environment uh, and you're you're overhearing things all the time and it's very easy to jump in with the answer. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, one of the ways that you have to grow your business is not to be the one providing all the answers. And even if the answer isn't exactly the way uh, you would have presented it uh, to a client or even a supplier, and sometimes you kind of inside have to go, oh, I, I, I wouldn't have said it that way. But you also need to be able to, uh, take take a a, brief, a breath and say well w- did it really hurt you know things because it didn't get said my way my way yeah there's a difference
0: between my way and the right way
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. right yeah. yeah even though sometimes you may not, you may not uh, think it but there no. is yeah, yeah. It,
0: right and and you're right I, I, I mean, what you said there was very very uh, astute in order to grow your business you need to not be the one providing all the answers that's right yeah yeah because yeah. otherwise it's just you and people doing your grunt work. Yeah. that's uh, Essentially. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, at best you can leverage the fact that other people are doing your grunt work and possibly get more done than you would just on your own. But if you're making all the decisions, that is a limiting factor. You know Well
1: yeah, and, and I would argue that if you find yourself making all the decisions or, or well, let me take a step back. It's it's a a common uh thing you hear from business owners is like oh you know i have to be there in case of x or they can't make these decisions whatever and i would argue that you're not uh maybe you're not hiring the right people Mm. or you might have the right people that you haven't empowered to make those decisions and um it's a difficult thing and i've been there at different stages of different companies where you know you especially for me it's on uh culture and the message you're trying to get across to the public of uh, what type of company you are and what your values are those are very personal to me very personal things that you're trying to portray yeah uh, over and over and and it's um uh, there, there's this phrase you know singularity of purpose right well especially in that area that that singular message you know what what do we stand for what are our values It takes a long time to get your uh, uh, employees and your people on your team all talking on the same, you know, getting the same message across, maybe not the same way, but uh, getting it across. And you have to, I just had it this morning, I was sitting in my office and I could hear some guys talking about a problem and man, I was literally up out of my seat and I said, oh, you know what, They, they don't, they just don't need me to walk over there. And make some other observation that they're certainly they're more qualified than I am to solve the problem. And they don't need somebody else going, walking over and and, and stirring it up. So I I think that you have to ask yourself if you find where you can't get out of the office or off the job site or whatever it is, um, you got to look at either your people or how you're uh, you're treating them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How Yeah. Yeah. No. So this is interesting about empowering people, because. It, it's it's one thing to tell someone that they are empowered, either by giving them a managerial title or, or, or so, a title with some level of responsibility or telling them, look, this thing, this project is yours. Here's the results we need, you know, go yeah. and, and run it the way you want to run it. That's that that's the beginning of empowering people. But but the next part is the hardest part. Certainly for me as a business owner of staying the heck out of their way so yeah, that they can course. do those things. And 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 when it gets really hard is when they have a question
1: or they screw up. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. Before <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and like, like we we talked, I think it might have been. uh last week. Yeah. Tim, uh, Tim Cook's traits of an employee, yeah, you know, right, when hiring. Right, right. And, and and I was questioning on, wow, you know, what level of employee can you really apply all those to? Can you do it to the rank and file? Right. You know, folks that are just getting started. There's is that an upper management, you know? Um, and I would say it's, it's, you know, it, it, if you have managers you know, that are maybe more tr- well-trained, it, it's easier because you kind of set these results and they have to go and they can, if they can't hit the target, you know, they can kind of, well, let me tell you what happened and this, or we need to change the target or something. Sure. But I think again, for the, the rank and file, like I look at it, it, we hire lots of entry-level technicians that we hope to train over time to just be awesome and, and to have no fear of making a mistake mm. and especially you know by breaking an expensive piece of equipment and you know the the one of the best ways i know how to to empower people and really follow it up where they feel like you have their back is to drop a very expensive piece of equipment on their desk or in their tech bench and say hey take this apart oh wow and you know so when you get in our you know we're in the apple space so you know you get the iPhone 7 in the day of drop it on, you know, the guy you really want to show. You trust him. Not the not your tech that's been there for five years or whatever. Sure. That's hard, that could do it. But a new a new tech, walk in or, or drop the iPad Pro on this on this thing and say, take it apart, figure it out. And you know, they kind of look at you like, Well, what if I break it? Well, if you break it, you're gonna learn. We'll learn from that. Yeah. You know, and, and that does build trust. And I, I think you I'm sure, you know, you've got other examples of where you could do with, with, with managers, but it it is really important to, to do it and get out of the way. And then it it is hard. Get out of the way.
0: That's the key, right? Is, Yeah. yeah, because it, you know, and, and like I said, when, when they have questions, especially in my business, um, a lot of, certainly on the advertising side, a lot of it is how to approach a customer, about whatever the issue is right you know and it could be you know uh, do we want to try and convince them to to you know buy a three-month contract instead of a one-month contract or should they be on this property instead of that property or you know anything and maybe it's there's a a problem and we need to resolve it. it you know that kind of thing right and my gut is always to say all right hey I'll write what email I would write to them. (laughs) And it's an awful thing. I'm laughing as
1: I've done the same thing. Right.
0: But, but that's like, like I, I, I'm, I'm a very situational thinker. Right. So it's like, all right, let me put myself into your shoes and tell you what I would do. And it's awful. Yeah, It's the worst thing to do. The best thing I think, but I'm, I'm wide open (laughs) on suggestions is, to say, all right, let's role play it. Treat me as the customer. You do what you think. And then let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. And like we use Slack, you know, in our throughout yeah. our organization, we've talked about it here before. Yeah. I highly, rec- highly recommend it if you're, you know, for your teams and stuff. So I, I would, cause we use email every day and, and it, I get that question all the time. Well, how, what do you think I should tell this person with this customer, this supplier, how would I respond? So what I do is I say, Hey, Go write the response in Slack oh, and I'll, yeah. and then I'll take a look at it and I'll add, I'll give you some, you know, whatever. I'll add it, add some stuff or maybe do a little edit and look at it for grammar, you know, cause that's always a good one. Everybody oh, needs totally. an editor, right? I need oh, an editor good, more than oh, anybody. Yeah. So you can, you can pass it off as you're not questioning their ability, but you say, oh, just put it in there and I'll edit it for grammar or whatever and spelling. and 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 then you look at it and go, hopefully you only have to maybe tweak it a little bit and sometimes not at all. Right. And and if it's not all, but you can definitely then j- drop in a few uh, of important things f- that you'd like them to add. Or oh, I would just suggest this. That I think is you're just helping them do it. You're versus you doing it and then having them hit the send button or yeah. something like that. Uh-oh. And and if you're and again, if you're doing your your job as a a business owner or as a manager, basically. If, if you're having to rewrite it every single time, that's another, that's well, ha- another issue.
0: Having to rewrite it is different than volunteering to write it in the first place. Right. Yes, I of, mean, of course, it, you yeah. know, because yeah. having to rewrite it indicates, okay, we're at, at the very best it's that we're both capable people, but we're seeing this differently. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. it could be worse than that. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's right. But, but there is a, you know, th- th- there is a not so bad scenario there, but, um, it, Where you would have to rewrite it or want to rewrite it. But, but, you know, for me, just resisting the, the temptation to write my employees emails for them in those pressure situations that's like that that's the really hard one for me and it's not yeah it's i mean sure part of it is that i'm a control freak and and i don't really trust anybody when it comes down to it i mean i do but you know it's easy not to trust people i guess that's that's the 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 better way to say it
1: sure um but well well, especially with communication yeah it's i think you know it's to put a finer point on it trusting that they're going to get the message out the way you want it to be done to either best serve the client, best serve your company or maybe both or maybe you know? both right yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: but yeah. but you know it it it's more that like I said I'm just a situational thinker so it's like all right well, let me let me just do it and then I'll tell you what my thoughts are and and yeah. and, and that's there's nothing inherently wrong with that except everything right. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, right? I got you. You know, yeah. it just—it's exactly the wrong way to approach it. Even though, right. even though intentions are
1: all in the right places, because yeah, it, because
0: then they're sending my email.
1: There's yeah, no way that. around that. No, that's no. right. And so I, I say there's. I would also say there's another way to handle it too. And especially with if if in your business you're interacting a lot with email, and we are. And so we've tried all kinds of different things to ensure a. Standardized responses mm. to the th- to the things that happen over and over. Now that's different, you know. Maybe than a, a, a unique email you need to write a customer. Sure, but you know we've tried shared mailboxes. You know this that to have people monitoring. But so so we use Help Scout, and I've talked about it again here, and and I'd love to have more. I'm gonna get somebody from them to come on the show. Um, but what what I've done with Help Scout. Is I've just we have a whole library of templates that are very easy to modify if you need them to, sure. and it also doesn't give the sense of oh you're sending out my email, but basically you are. I'm yeah, writing an email. Right. Here's how, when 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 Y happens, you know you do X, and you do the same things over, and then that way, like I have a new customer service uh, person coming on on Monday, and I'm going to be able to plug them. Right into Help Scout and say, "Oh, well, you, here's the, here's the template library, and there's a description in each template when to use it. Right, use use this when this happens, and then you know you kind of have to tweak it a little bit and change a couple little things, but for the most part, I I've, I'm a real strong believer in in that kind of things, uh, templates and and because you can also add your personality. And I've always wanted my companies to have personality. Totally. You know, w- when you call like tech restore, you know, it, it's, it's my voice that answers the auto attendant thing. But I tell you right there, I, I you know, I hate these auto attendant things and l- just hang out with me for a minute and I will get you to a human. I, I just want to find the right person to get you to,
0: Yeah, you know, and, yeah, I and like we,
1: that. yeah, yeah. And we do the same with emails as we have little things, you know, thank you for being so awesome. I mean, all kinds of little tweaks that hopefully uh you know can break the ice uh show you that we're a little different um you know mellow out an upset customer perhaps and uh just little things so with those templates you can do that like i we always put you know the first thing hey you know thanks for reaching out to us we want to know that whatever problem you have we're going to fix it it's very simple we are going to fix it right. now we may have to go some you know, uh, back and forth of the, of what, quote, the best way to fix it may be, but we're going to have that discussion, but we are going to fix whatever problem you have. And, and that really takes the wind out of a lot of arguments, um, you know, like that. So anyway, I, I, I would suggest that templates are a great way to do it. Um, if you have some kind of central repository, uh, to, to put them in, but that's just on a customer service level. Yeah. You know, you, well, you know, I, so. I
0: found we, we do, we don't have enough, um, opportunities to to reuse replies like that i mean i totally sure. get why yep. that would make sense uh, yep. but what we do keep is a list of what we call magic phrases oh that's nice i right? like that the things magic that phrases. we've found like i said this and they understood what i was trying to say so it's like all right yeah codify that let's go yep. and actually that started for me uh, three businesses ago, I think it started. Yeah. yeah, back in the '90s, at computer nerds, we, you know, because there we were dealing with customers all the time, but it was on site with customers, or uh, yeah, you, you know, so it was like, all right, you gotta, you know, you're gonna find yourself in this scenario where you know you need to convince the customer that you and and the customer are working together against their computer. Right? It, yeah, that's correct. That's problem. correct. Yeah, right. that's that's
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but it's great. like,
0: okay, you know, and it was it and this was was not so much a magic phrase, but the magic concept. It's like you need to sit, you you need to be on the same side of the desk with the customer. Yeah. You know, yep. and sometimes yep. that meant actually being on the same side of the, you know, like physically moving yourself. But these kinds of things and, that's and there, great. yeah there were magic phrases that sort of spilled over into this one happened to be a magic concept but sure but those kinds of things that we found like aha this is how we didn't get screwed out of 3 hours worth of labor you know yeah <laughs> like, yeah that's yeah, great yeah, yeah and it works. you know and it wasn't it wasn't like we were screwing the customer out of our time and we spent the time but the problem didn't get solved and it was yeah. like okay you need to you need to demonstrate your value to the customer from moment 1 and you're in in uh, in that business for us our value was not in the solution it was in our expertise
1: yeah and that's i, I think a a really important thing to have some kind of repository yeah for those magic phrases, templates, I mean, all those kinds of things so that y- you can share the knowledge. So when someone comes back in from the field, in that case, if you're doing yeah, tech yeah, support exactly. stuff, they can go, oh, wow, you know, l- listen to this. This is how this works. And, and here's how I got this, you know, across the divide with the customer or got on their site, whatever it is. Whatever it and is. then using, you know, or saving that is kind of like, you know, the knowledge base or your brain Trust, so to speak, for your company to where everybody can dip in, um, you know, when those and yeah, and you it's, can and it's you important. Can, we would just let new
0: hires, we just say, All right, look, it, I mean, this was, you know, by today's standards, very low tech, um, but we just had a document that, yeah, it was like, Sit yep. down and read through this and then let's talk about it. But at least now you know the vernacular that we use here. And, and maybe this, and you're going to screw this up anyway, but yep. you know, at least yeah, you're well, only going to yeah, screw so. it up
1: once, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause I, and I think from a, uh, especially if you're in dealing with, well, we, we say every, every business is in the customer service business, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And so uh, y- y- when you, especially with new people that maybe aren't as familiar with your culture and your values, oftentimes they feel like they're protecting the company, you know, whether it's uh, oh no, I can't take that off the bill or I know I'm not taking that back or, you know, so they, right. they kind of feel, well, I, you know, Hey, the company has to make money to do this kind of thing. So you, you, it comes down to empowering them to, you know, to do whatever, to, to do whatever it takes, you know, within reason, but certainly you want to empower them to say, Hey, you know, it didn't sound like it. this worked out really well. Let me, let me give your get your refund. Yeah. And that's for us because we're kind of in the consumer. Yeah, business, no, that and, makes total sense. Yeah, You know, that's one of the first things you can say. It's like, wow, it sounds like you're really upset about this. First, let me just let you know. I'll be glad to give you a full refund when we're done with the conversation.
0: I, I, f- I would love to, and maybe maybe now's the right time because it probably won't take that long. But, you know, refunds are one of those things. I, I, I it, There there are times when that is the best customer service move. Yep. But there are times where I feel like it's the worst, Uh, you know, and, and in the service business, I, 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 I'm I'm really curious to your, your thoughts on this because we would have customers that would call up and say, you know, Timmy was here. He fixed my computer and now it doesn't work anymore. And, and they'd be fuming mad. And certainly we could send Timmy out again for free or credit them or, or even just refund them in cash for, you know, what they paid for Timmy. But you know, it was like, do we do we want to set the precedent that whatever you did to your computer after Timmy left is also Timmy's fault?
1: Well, that is a okay. There's you just said. There's a lot in that. Uh, I know. Question. I know, and that's it, right? That's in, in a, in a big part of it. So the, the, there's two parts. One is the how you handle the refund of saying that, and sure. and I agree. You have to phrase it in such a way that you're not giving up responsibility for the problem. If in fact you caused the problem, right. right. But some, sometimes, right. Best, and so that leads us to the, to the next thing is, you know, in the service business, that is, I think one of the biggest challenges of, uh, especially in the technical service business is where is, okay, i I have fixed this problem. I'm billing you for this. You're signing off that I fixed this problem and now I'm leaving. Yeah. Because the follow up phone call of, hey, you guys billed me $300, my printer wouldn't work, I, you fixed it or whatever it is. Now it's not working again. I'm not paying anything. You better send somebody back out. Well, you know, of course, in you, you want to be able to rely on that. Well, you know, hey, I'm looking at the work order and you, it was working when we left. And you signed off. You know, I can send somebody else out, but there may be a charge. I mean, that, that's a rough one. Oh, it and sucks. Yeah, because yeah, I not know like, how
0: they feel. Of I mean, course,
1: yeah, of course. And it's not like a plumber. If the plumber comes out and fixes the toilet or your sink or whatever, and you know, they—it seems to me it's so cut and dry. You know, it's either leaking or it's not, or yep. you know. But with tech support, it's so vague, and you often find, well, okay, have you? You know, there's something else that happened. Oh well, actually, I downloaded X, Y, Z to my computer. something else that happened, right, right, right. Yeah, and so it is a, that is a big challenge where, uh, and and I think you make a good point a refund is not enough and actually can make, can really piss somebody off right. because they think you're just trying to throw your hands up and not be responsible absolve or not help of, absolve yeah. yourself. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, and,
0: and that's where, you know, where we, what we really learned was that whole thing of demonstrating your value while you're there. It, yep. Not only does it get you paid if the problem is unsolvable, but yeah, it also, right. it also, kind of deals with with that scenario where, yes, you you did happen to solve the problem and now it's unsolved. So it's like, OK, and and this is where we had one of our magic phrases. OK, it sounds like there's more work to be done. We, ah, right. I like that. Yeah. We found one way of solving this problem and we stopped when we got there. But it sounds like there's more work that needs to be done to truly solve this for every scenario that you're going to run into. So and and in that scenario, what we would do is say we're going to waive the one hour minimum. There you go. Yeah. Right? And we're going to come back out and just resume where we left off. And, you know, and, and go from there. And it would yep. always be the kind of thing if you could solve, if, if it was that scenario and you could solve it in, you know, 15, 20 minutes, no charge. Right? Yeah, sure. Even sure. though they were expecting to pay by the quarter hour, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, but if it took three more hours because the problem was way deeper than you, th- you know, that it yeah. seemed, well, that was three hours that would have needed to be spent already. Y- you know, That's right. just, yeah, we, we, just, we
1: would have been here for six hours right, before. We, spent yeah. the
0: pa- we hit the yeah. pause button and, and, and that was, that was another one of those. It was like, okay, we're going to hit the pause button on this problem and we're going to stop now, but we may need to, to resume.
1: Yeah. And And, and that was one
0: of those magic phrases of
1: pause. And I would say that that's one of the reasons, uh, twofold that so many, uh, technical support type businesses have a hard time making money yep because they can't have that conversation and not, you know, give away all this free labor. And two it's one of the reasons why customer reviews of technical support businesses can be so brutal. Oh, it's because all it takes is, is, yes. yeah, it's yeah. one it, yeah, little they, issue. They yeah. didn't fix the problem and you know, they, they're very upset or whatever, but there's always another side to the story and you will just, you know, you can argue you're blue in the face and you shouldn't do that in a public forum or a review anyway. Right. But you know, it, it can be a no win situation, uh, especially for particular customers. And we've talked about it here before, you know, about, you know, firing certain customers, but also feeling confident enough to tell a certain customers, Oh, you know what? We can't help you. Right. W- we don't offer that service right. and we do, you know, especially in the tech side, like, like, you know, we'll get, lots of referrals. Well, you know, so and so. Or I took it to the Apple Store, and they said I need this, this, and they don't know what the heck they're talking about, and yada yada yada. These guys, I'm going to sue them. Da, da, da. And I'll be like, oh, I'm. You know, I tell our customer service people know this. The answer is, wow, it sounds like you didn't have a great experience. Unfortunately, we we don't offer that service. <laughs> you know, because yeah. that that's just not a. You're not going to be able to make that customer happy, nope. and you're going to cause all kinds of grief within your organization and, and wasted time and or wasted spent time. time. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Spend yeah. time, and and so you're better off really trying to pick and choose who you provide service to, you know, whether it's the one that's already upset when they're coming to you and you know it's not going to be a good experience or someone that, you know, to your point Dave where we talked about valuing your expertise, if they don't value your expertise and they're grinding you on money from the get-go I, would, I Yeah, I would suggest that 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 customer doesn't believe strongly enough in your expertise. Well, and that win, can be that know. can be
0: your fault, too.
1: It I mean, can what, be. what yeah. we found, what I
0: found and everyone, especially when you're doing on site work, right, your your bedside manner or computer side manner. Everybody's going to have their own personality there because we're all different yeah, people. Sure. But what I found was I would just start talking about what I was doing. Allowed to the customer. Now, right. sometimes the customers wouldn't be interested and they would leave. Okay, fine. You know, I tried. But, yeah. But that talking served two great purposes. Number one, it allowed me to explain every single thing that I was doing and why. So that, that again, it's d- demonstrating the expertise. Like, okay, yeah, here's here's what I'm seeing. Here's the first thing I'm going to try because I know that this sometimes solved this or this is sometimes where the problem is, Right. And and then what that does is it sets up a conversation, and a foundation for when you get to that fork in the road where you're like, okay, um, we've tried a couple of things. We've done some digging. We're at the point where we can either uh, reinstall windows or we can spend another half hour digging in the, you know, in the registry trying to find whatever that one little thing is that's going to fix this. But the problem, you know, and and at that point, I could explain to the customer, hey, look, you know, we could spend the half hour and be right back at this decision. Yeah. Or and and then it might be three hours. And once we get three hours in, well, you know, then we have a conversation about sunk costs. Right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You know, and but being able to tell the customer this up front and it takes experience to know where you might wind up and and sort of paint these paths for them. So they're involved, right? They're like, OK, no, you know, I, and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, reminiscing back to the days of floppy drives where reinstalling Windows <laughs> like 17 yeah. drives and, and an right. hour and a half. So it was yeah. like, OK, this is a fixed cost, right? We know that this is going to take an hour and a half's worth of time, whereas that it could be 10 more minutes. We could be right next to the solution or Not, you know, and that kind of thing, but keeping the customer engaged in the troubleshooting process, again, keeps you on the same side of the desk as them, right?
1: Yeah, I like that. And and then, and
0: then, and and I figured I'd I'd give a little detail here just because we we seem to have gotten into the tech support thing. So, you know, I figured if there's somebody listening that's in this business, maybe this helps. And then, like I said, that when it, you know, if you do happen to solve the problem and then it comes back they feel like you were on their side, you were doing what you needed to do for them. And, you know, they, they, hopefully they,
1: they see a value in your expertise. So, yeah. And, and I like, you know, listening to that. I think that's a great idea. And I also, as I'm sitting here looking at our show notes that, you know, pop up as we're typing and and different things, that's a great thing to do too, is to document what you're working on. Uh, You know, where you're like, okay, you know, arrived at one o'clock and I, you know, started this yada, yada, yada. And just little, Blurbs of what you're doing and as a time goes by that you can put on the work order, I think is a is a great way to uh so they can look and say, Oh, instead of going, Well that guy was here for two hours, he didn't do a darn thing, you know, where you can look and go, Oh, did this, research this, installed this, checking this, you know, uh those things are great. And and it's really what you're communicating to the customer. You know, it I is. think that's I yeah. think it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. good stuff, man. Yeah, it's, it is. It's great. I,
0: it's fun. I miss doing some of that, just because because there 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 is a, an art form to to yeah. uh, to dealing uh, with to to interacting with the customer. I don't want to say dealing with it, it makes it sound no, like sure it's a process or it's a, a burden. It's not. But you really have to approach it as a performance.
1: Uh, in yeah, a- and and I think that every small business owner benefits from dipping their toe back into customer service from time to time. Yep to see what's going on. And there's different ways to do it. You can, you know, have automated emails set up that you reach out. This is what I do. You know, uh, that we reach out to customers. How'd everything go? Everything great. Any, how, what could we have done better? You know, and most people don't respond, but you often get some real nuggets uh, of, of good information. And, you know, customer service, is, like you said, it's an art form and you should be uh, part of it so you can continue to teach your, your employees and your team how to do yeah. it the way you want. It done. Right. So, yeah. 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 That's excellent. Good. Good stuff. Well, yes, yes. that
0: pretty much brings us to the end of our time here together, Sharon. That's I it.
1: Think. Yeah, it, man. Well, we'll post uh, this up on the website at businessshow.co. We're also going to post it to our uh, Facebook small business group and you can just go to businessshow.co slash Facebook. Is that right, Dan? That's correct. That'll bring and us that'll, there. Yep. Yeah, redirect you There's some really good discussions up there. I know there's some other business owners that would love your your feedback and post any questions that you have.
0: Sweet. Thanks so much for listening, folks. And uh, we'll see you next week. Keep working on that charmed life. That's what I'm Take doing. Take care, everybody.
1: <laughs> you got it. <laughs>